0: In the shadows you can hear
1: Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Supernatural Creatures and Lore Podcast. A podcast that talks about all the monsters and mythology and ghosts and goblins Sam and Dean Winchester fought on the television series Supernatural for 15 seasons. I am your host, Dr. Chris.
0: And I'm Mel Heflin, his co-host.
1: And tonight we're talking about uh, two, well, relatively one creature in particular, but two episodes kind of like back-to-back that really focus a lot on it. Uh, Lucifer. Rising, and Symphony, Symphony, symph- Sympathy for the Devil.
0: And I have the synopsis is right here. This Rising was Season 4, Episode 22. With the apocalypse nearing, the angels tell Dean that his moment of glory is approaching, and Sam and Ruby go take on Lilith. That original air date was May fourteenth, two 2009. Sympathy for the Devil, Season 5, Episode 1. Sam, and Dean, and Bobby deal with the aftermath of the Devil, Mark, Pellegrino rising from hell. Chuck has stunning news for the brothers and that original air date was September 10th, 2009.
1: Now throughout most of the show's uh, run for 40 episodes, the devil uh, Lucifer was played by Mark Pellegrino and he was, it was played very, um, horrify, horrific, very, with a lot of horror intent in the very beginning. But as the show went on, the character got sillier and sillier and sillier to the point, it just became like a joke, um, mainly because they overused him when they brought him back. Because he had been gone for a while, and that was great and all, but uh, he was brought back too soon and too much.
0: Yeah, he got got a little old. He was still kind of creepy, though. Uh, mostly, he, whenever he, he was wasn't creepy until him. he got
1: separated from um, Nick, you know, his vessel Nick, and then Nick came back, and Nick was like. A crazy person i don't know if this was prior to him getting possessed or he'd always been this way um and like Cass became lucifer and uh rick springfield became lucifer the singer and the president of the united states um who he got uh impregnated his office aide.
0: oh yeah
1: and uh do you know who that actress is and uh she went on to like be on um DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Um and she's also the real life uh wife of uh um uh, Brandon Routh, aka uh Superman and uh the Adam from that show.
0: I I did not know that. I think she looked familiar though from they, more had, than
1: they had been now. together for uh since uh, prior to uh him uh playing Superman. Um they met prior to him playing Superman and then uh got married shortly after he became Superman.
0: Very nice.
1: Yeah. Um Courtney uh, is her real name, and she is, I think, absolutely so stunningly gorgeous. But, uh, anyway, uh, and of course, that's how we would get, um, you know, the, the what's his name? Adam? No. Um, who is the kid?
0: Adam? The brother?
1: No, the, the other one. The kid who becomes the new god.
0: Oh. Oh, um, Jack.
1: Jack. Sorry, yeah, not Adam. Adam was the brother who became Michael's vessel and then in up you know, betraying the brothers at the very end, no redemption for that character whatsoever. Um, no, no, (laughs) no redemption for him or the devil in the finale of the show. But uh, (laughs) Jack becomes like a longtime character for the show. Uh, he is the son of the devil. So, but we're not talking, we're not getting into Jack or the antichrist. Um, this is about Lucifer himself and like, where does Lucifer come from and what he is? Um, I just lost all the stuff. Oh, there it is. It's on a different screen. Um, The devil in like original archaic looking uh, drawings is depicted as an angel. Eventually he gets like the horns and the red skin and, you know, obviously multiple versions of the devil. I'm covering a TV show on the Dead TV podcast called Reaper where uh, a 21-year-old kid finds out that his parents sold his soul to the devil and now he has to become the devil's bounty hunter. Huh. Uh, I
0: have some other depictions of the devil or Lucifer in pop culture aside from Supernatural we've got the show Lucifer, the Beast from Doctor Who, Nick from Top Cow, Neuron from DC Universe, Nephisto from Marvel and Lucifer Morningstar from Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and I'm sure you can add to that one.
1: Yeah, I mean, Lucifer Morningstar is the character from um, DC Comics' uh, Sandman universe. He's a spinoff of Sandman. And then, of course, he got his own like detective show for like six seasons on Fox and Netflix. Um, they recently just kind of ended it. But um, the Mephisto thing is, because they weren't allowed to use the devil at the time um, in comics, they created Mephisto.
0: Mm. Did they
1: not have rights to him? No, but the but Satan, Lucifer, and Mephisto are three different characters in Marvel.
0: Oh, okay. There was a TV
1: series on Hulu that only ran for one season, because Marvel uh, Disney absorbed all of Marvel Television in, into Disney Plus, and it was called Hellstrom, and it's the story mm-hmm. of the son and daughter of the devil. <sighs> The sun is like an exorcist. Uh, the in the comics, there um, it, it's really complicated, and I don't want to get into it because th- that that's all Marvel comics. But um, in the in the show's context, the devil is an angel, and like the uh, archangels and the other angels of the show, they have to ask permission before they possess a vessel on Earth because otherwise, they're just like giant beams of light. Apparently, they're just beings of light and energy in in heaven, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Unlike the demons that can just take possession of whoever they want without permission, the de- the, the angel and uh, the acolytes and you know all those characters and on Supernatural have to ask permission to do so. And obviously, Nick is at his most distraught when the when Lucifer takes over. Now, in the poem Dante's Inferno, Dante portrays betray, the devil as a grotesque winged creature with three faces, each chewing on a de- uh, devious sinner, whose wings. Uh, blue, freezing cold uh, winds throughout Hell's domain, and the Bible describes the devil. In early interpretations, um, early artistic interpretations of Dante's in Comedy, um, as like a demonic entity.
0: Mm-hmm. But he is the most um,
1: beautiful of all of the angels, uh, the Morning Star. Now, do you know why? Was- by the way, was- why, why why are Christian bookstores called Morning Star? Do you ever notice that? Do do you have those anywhere? You might not have them in I've Japan, but you. That. But did you ever see those bookstores called The Morning Star?
0: I I have not, and and actually the lore on this was super difficult because depending on not only which religion you're looking at, but which sect of which religion you're looking at, it it seems so complicated because some places believe that uh, some religions believe that um, Satan is Lucifer. Other religions believe that. Lucifer and Satan are different entities. Some places actually believe that Lucifer is also another name for Jesus because it's the Latin name for the Shining One or the Morning Star. They believe that Lucifer in the Bible is a reference to Jesus.
1: They say that Jesus and the devil are the same person?
0: Uh, not so much that Jesus and the devil is the same person, but... Whenever the the a Lucifer reference is brought up, they believe that they're referring to Jesus because the Latin meaning, you know, the translations coming down, translated from this language to that language to this language to English. Um, they believe that originally it was a reference to Jesus because um, the Latin word Lucifer was referring to. The Shining One, or The Morning Star, and that's a reference to Jesus. It's so complicated.
1: That doesn't make a lot of sense, considering doesn't the devil visit Jesus the night before the crucifixion?
0: It depends on which uh, Bible you're reading, I guess.
1: Well, the Bible everyone gives a crap about and is telling you you can't get an abortion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, fun times. We're living in fun times.
1: Yeah, fun times of just absolute stupidity. Yeah. It's commonly thought the devil first showed up in the Bible in the book of Genesis as the serpent who convinced Eve, who then convinced Adam, to eat forbidden fruit from the tree of knowledge in the Garden of Eden. As the story goes, after Eve fell for the devil's conning ways, she and Adam were banished from the Garden of Eden and doomed to mortality. Many Christians believe the devil was once a beautiful angel named Lucifer who defied God and fell from grace. The assumption that he is a fallen angel is often based on the book of Isaiah in the Bible, in the Bible which says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken thy nations? And some biblical scholars, however, claim Lucifer isn't a proper name but a descriptive phrase meaning morning star. Still, the name struck, and devil is often referred to as Lucifer. Um, still doesn't explain the Christian bookstores called Morningstar. Um, the book yeah. of Ezekiel includes another passage uh, Christians refer to proof of the devil's existence. It admonishes the greedy king Tyre, 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 Tyre but also refers to the king as a cherub who was once in the Garden of Eden. As a result, from some Bible translations believe the king of Tyre was a personification of the devil. The devil makes more appearances in the Bible, especially in the New Testament, and Jesus and many of his apostles warn people to stay alert for the devil's cunning enticements that would lead them to ruin. And it was the devil who tempted Jesus in the wilderness to fall down and worship him in exchanges for riches and glory. <coughs> Doesn't also Loki um, in Norse mythology, specifically Marvel Comics, um, have a lot of similarities to the devil? The way he can turn into a serpent. Of course, you know, that was something Thor mentioned, and he tricked him when he's a trickster, and he's got the horned, you know, look to his apparatus on his head.
0: In some depictions of Lucifer, absolutely, I can definitely see that.
1: On the T V series Xena and Hercules, um, they there was some misunderstanding because they learned that there was a um the Israelites, you know, would worship a certain god who was like you know, all very good and, and gave you know people you know you know helped people when needed and things like that. And they even run into Mary and Joseph on the donkey at one point with the with a pregnant Mary. Um, and some character you know they they show up on Xena and then they show up on Hercules as a crossover. And um, you know some people have to become the wise men to help deliver the baby. Um, and G- Gabriel, the little sidekick of Xena, is tricked into believing that some guy that she's in love with is. Um, part of the Christian religion. And in fact, no, they're worshipping the dark god Dagon, um, or the devil, basically. And it gets her impregnated. And she gives birth to a child that kills um, Xena's son. Wow. Yeah.
0: Things are so complicated when it comes to bringing in any form of religion.
1: Now, on Supernatural... They do a good job of the devil being, like, a horror figure in shadows and stuff, and, like, the temptation there, but they don't get into all those biblical scripture stuff that I happen to read. Um, that's one thing I noticed. They don't ever do that. I mean, he references, you know, Dad being, like, a stern father and things like that, and obviously it took, you know, God and his, uh, you know, his um his archangels to banish Samara, the sister of God, the darkness and then something happened in the writer's room and all of a sudden Samara is looking like the good guy and Chuck is the bad guy. That never sat with me very well. We <laughs> built up this entire story of God being a slob like one of us and then all of a sudden he's a bad guy. He's, a, he's worse than the devil, the devil himself.
0: That he goes from completely negligent to completely abusive.
1: That turn of events makes no sense at all.
0: Yeah. And in the context writing
1: of the been, entire show of everything we know about Chuck, going back to the previous episode of our podcast,
0: it would have just, in my mind, it would have been a, a much quicker decline from negligence to like gross negligence. That it would have been negligence in the form of abuse in the form of severe negligence.
1: The writing on that was so bad but it didn't quite light up the internet quite as badly as Amelia Clark's turn to the dark side in the final episode of Game of Thrones where she just murders everyone in King's Landing all of a sudden. Yeah. Wouldn't it have been better if she just destroyed like the people responsible for all the bad crap on the show, the Lannisters, and then just taken the throne? But she murders all these innocent people with her dragon?
0: You know... I feel like that made a a little bit more sense than just suddenly Chuck's like, I'm the bad guy.
1: Or (laughs) halfway through Revenge of the Sith, automatically Anakin Skywalker is a bad guy turns to Darth Vader because we need to get to that part of the film finally. Like, shouldn't have that been over, especially if you throw in, like, the Clone Wars cartoon series where he's, like, friendly, likable Anakin Skywalker, and then all of a sudden halfway through that movie, the devil tempts him and he turns to the dark side because he wants to save his wife. Shouldn't that have been like a longer progression leading up to there? We get it in pieces with like his mom dying and stuff, but we really do not believe how fast, no fan has ever believed how fast he just switches to the dark side. Like, there should have been more involved with the switch, besides oh, he let Mace Windu die. The Emperor's like, only through me you can learn the power to save your wife. Okay, so that means i got to go kill all everyone I've ever known in the Jedi Order for the last 10, 15 years.
0: <laughs>
1: what? What? Wh- why? I, I get the whole path to the dark side thing, but that doesn't make any sense. So um, I know that
0: there's a the switch that can flip, but sometimes it's a little quick for my taste.
1: The, flip, the switch that flips on this show with the devil being as stupid and silly as he is took yeah. away a lot from this show. In a lot of depictions, the devil is... I mean, I know the devil can be portrayed as goofy. Ray Wise plays him on Reaper. He's very goofy. Um, Elizabeth Hurley plays him in Bedazzled with um, Brendan Fraser. You know, that's a remake of a movie. And it's very silly. But you watch The Witch. Is the devil silly in that at all? No. The devil is darkness. The devil is evil. The devil is nothing but bad news in that movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, turns an innocent pilgrim puritan girl into a witch you know and then she's like riding around on her you know broomstick naked in the woods with the rest of them worshiping him which i know is a bad depiction which is mean. which is a bad depiction of <laughs> witches these days but that just keep in context with the fiction of the film i'm not talking about real life
0: sounds like a party to me
1: uh rosemary's <laughs> baby uh which by the way is just announced possibly be getting a prequel nice not all religions shun the devil. People of the Church of Satan, known as Satanists, don't worship the devil but embrace him as a symbol of atheism, pride, and liberty, among other things. Here in Massachusetts we have the we do have the Temple of Satan, Church of Satan. And in this temple Those are two different entities. Oh, okay. Alright, so the in Massachusetts of
0: Satan and the Okay Satanic Temple or entirely different.
1: Alright, so we have the Satanic Temple. And here we have the Baphomet statue sitting outside that you can take pictures yeah. with. One time in 2019, across the street during, like, one of the heights of Halloween in Salem, there was a bunch of people protesting against abortion and gay rights and things like that. And across the street, the the devil worshippers were all like, do what you want to do, get an abortion, love who you want to love, be who you want to be, you know, support who you want to support, be your own person, help those in need. Whereas the Christians were protesting you know a lot of hate and anger,
0: <laughs> you know, like, let, let me just read a couple of these. Okay. Um, one, one should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures in accordance with reason. Two, the struggle for, inju- for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over all laws and institutions. Three, one body's, one's body is vol- invulnerable, subject to one's will alone and four, the freedoms of others should be respected including the freedom to offend to willfully and unjustly encroach on other freedoms of another is to forego one's own. Those are actually tenets from the satanic temple. I think it sounds pretty good. Um,
1: what else do we know about the devil and its history?
0: Oh man! Um in the book of Isaiah, which I think is what most people follow in reference to the devil's history, he was originally an angel named Lucifer, and he broke broke God's authority and was banished and cast out of heaven and that's that's just normally the story people go for, but um The word Lucifer is actually the former Latin name for the planet Venus. And I I don't know where it gets complicated, but when translating the books, I would imagine that would be complicated. Like, are we talking about a planet? Are we talking about an angel? I'm not a translator, thankfully. So I don't have to deal with that.
1: The time Lucifer was being played by Mark, um, he was also, uh, I think at the same time that he was getting... You know, cast as that he um, also was on uh, Lost. He was the enigmatic Jacob at the same time. Mm. Jacob was the other brother on the island. There were like two brothers, black and white, um, and they both kind of became like the, you know, the forces of good and evil and yin and yang of of the island, could, causing a lot of the stuff. If you ever watched the show and got really deep into the lore. I have. Not. <laughs> If you've have you ever seen the movie um oh shoot it's a John Carpenter movie uh it's about some liquid goo it's not the devil it's the antichrist and there's a difference between the son of the devil and the antichrist
0: Yes yes I know what you're talking about
1: That movie uh, has like a depiction of the devil in it that's very similar to we don't see obviously the full form all we see is like clearly an actor with a glove on kind of you know going into frame of the camera that Looks very similar to Tim Curry's portrayal of the devil in some way in the movie Legend. Darkness. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Have you ever seen Darkness? Like, do
1: you know what I'm talking about?
0: I do. I I love that depiction. That's like the classic depiction, I would think.
1: Uh, Prince of Darkness is the name of the 1987 movie by John Carpenter, by the way. Um oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's the movie I was thinking of, which I had never seen until... Uh, last year, actually, I, I it was just one of those movies that has always, like, just escaped me. And I finally had a chance to watch it, and I immediately bought the Blu-ray after watching it and borrowing my um, roommate's copy. Uh, so, hold on a second. The, yeah, the film, the, the film follows a group of quantum physics students in Los Angeles who were asked to ask, assist a Catholic priest, played by Donald Pleasance, by the way, um, in investigating an ancient cylinder of liquid discovered in a monastery, which come to find out is the sentient liquid embodiment of Satan.
0: It, it sounds silly, but really scary. <laughs> it's no, it's liquid. it's a
1: very, <laughs> when you read it like that, it's very silly. But when you watch the movie, it is intense. And it's considered one of John Carpenter's just best works. And I can't believe I went so long without seeing it. And then I got the soundtrack immediately as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I went all out. I went I got the like the Blu ray Scream Factory um f- version of the film too.
0: So when you said Prince of Darkness, that's one of Lucifer's many, many names. where, um, where does that come from? In... Why don't you go
1: to that explanation? I'm gonna gotta check something real quick. Hmm? Okay, pause real quick. Start talking about where Prince of Darkness comes from and some history behind it. I gotta go check something. Okay. Go ahead.
0: So Prince of Darkness is actually one of Lucifer's many many names um and that comes from the different religions and translations the other some of his other names are this one is in what Dante wrote the inferno he is referred to as the devil Satan Beelzebub and Lucifer so that's specifically those four names are from the inferno And then some of his other names are Prince of Hell, Lightbringer, and I may be saying this wrong, so forgive me. I believe it's Helil, the Shining One, Satan. Um, so I had always thought that Beelzebub or Beelzebub was a demon or one of, like, the equivalent to God's archangels to Satan, um... Or Lucifer, whichever um route you want to go there. It gets so very complicated.
1: But where did the Prince of Darkness come from? Where where I mean who who established, who gave it to who gave him that title? Does it is it Hollywood or is it prior to Hollywood?
0: Prince of Darkness. Let's find out. That's a oh. great question, actually. I just heard dumb name. Um
1: Fear of the devil is also leastly and partially responsible for the witchcraft hysteria of Europe and New England, specifically, obviously, where I live in Massachusetts, um, with uh, you know Dover and Salem, Massachusetts, being you know the the Salem witch trials in the 16th and 17th centuries, and Protestants and Catholics accused so many people of doing this and conspiring with the devil, laying with the devil, and it's the plotline of the movie The Witch, um, and a lot of movies that have you know witches tied to Satan um, in the craft, you know, it's joked upon, but they don't worship. The devil they worship uh, I think it's hecate hecate, yes, the Puritans living in the New England colonies believe the devil gave the witches their powers, and this grew to the massive fear between nineteen uh you know the 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 two hundred people who were accused of witchcraft in in sixteen ninety two um which twenty of them were executed, which is horrible to think about, and the fact that um uh, we now have a town that basically sells t shirts and bobbleheads and, and other little kitschy things in honor of this
0: it's a complicated thing so the prince of darkness is that by the way all
1: came about post-world war ii i can i found out many years later Um uh, post-world war ii uh is where the whole marketing of salem started coming up
0: i guess it totally works
1: <laughs> it does keeps the town in business
0: yeah so the term Prince of Darkness actually comes from John Milton's poem, Paradise Lost, referring to Satan as the embodiment of evil. And that comes from a translation of Latin to English, which originates in the 4th century.
1: What what time period is that? I mean, what time? What year did that come out?
0: Uh, it doesn't say. It just says 4th fourth, fourth century.
1: Oh, 4th century. Okay. So it does go very far back.
0: Yeah. I imagine all these names... And I think I pronounced it wrong earlier. Forgive me. Hay-Leal is actually uh, translated from Hebrew, and that's one of the Satan's original names.
1: Gotcha. A lot of my information was coming from uh, HistoryChannel.com, and there's like several documentaries out there about the devil and Satan that are worth checking out. I mean, the devil's got his own like video game series, like Devil May Cry. Um, and, uh, there's, you know, DC comics called Lucifer, which we mentioned earlier, which are of course tied to it. And I'm sure there's going to be more Hollywood ridiculous, uh, versions of the devil coming out, um, over time.
0: They've always got something about him.
1: Right. Going on and on about the devil. I'm sure there's an entire podcast dedicated to the idea of Lucifer and the devil himself. Um, you know, obviously there's countless books written about the devil.
0: Countless.
1: Countless. Why do you think a Tasmanian devil is called a Tasmanian devil?
0: Because he's a cheeky little devil.
1: But why, though? He just looks like a black, a small black bear.
0: Oh, they're so cute.
1: Definitely doesn't look like the way it is portrayed in Looney Tunes.
0: No. No, not at all.
1: Well, that's all the notes I have here about the devil. There is a lot of information out there, and we did try to cover like some base topics of it. So, and the devil appears in 40 episodes of Supernatural, again, played by Mark Pellegrimo and then a a few other people. So, um, if you want more information, definitely check out your local library, the Bible itself, um, you know, or ask your, uh, you know, if you uh, are not following, uh, the Christian religion, um, maybe leave us a line about, you know, how is the devil betrayed in other cultures such as, uh, Buddhism and, um, you know, is, you know, in in, and, uh, Muslim and, and, uh, and, 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 uh, Judaism because um, we really only seem to have covered the the one kind, and the devil appears in many forms and in many different cultures as well. And there are some cultures that don't have a devil, maybe, but they have something like, like
0: it. Like the, um, the Satanic Temple doesn't believe in the devil.
1: Correct. Uh, Surtur, that's probably their version of the devil in Norse mythology. You know, the ruler of Nephilim, which is basically hell. Yeah. Nephilim is hell in... No, sorry, let me rephrase that. Nephilim is like a depiction of hell... But there is also an underworld controlled by Hela in Norse mythology as well. You know, so and, and Greek mythology has, um, not Ares, Hades. Hades. But Hades is not the devil. Right. He's just the guardian of the underworld. He's, he's keeping the underworld in check. He's the brother of Zeus. Played perfectly by James Woods in that Hercules animated movie from Disney.
0: Yeah, I just wish Persephone and their marriage would have came into that movie
1: that would have been interesting but there is a comic book out by Step in, by Linda Sajjic author uh uh husband uh, sorry wife of uh Stephen um the man responsible behind um the Sunstone erotic uh lesbian fiction bondage comic book and it's um about Persephone and Hades uh romantic relationship and how it starts like he gets Aww. advice from his it's very comedic it's very funny you know he goes to his brother for advice and his brother's like, it's about time you found a woman. Who is it? And he's like, <laughs> Persephone. He's like, the earth goddess? Seriously, dude? <coughs> like, no one believes that she's going to fall for him, but she, 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 no, she, she likes the fact that, uh, you know, Hades, the king of the underworld is interested in her because she comes from, um, you know, nothing but light and, and, and happiness and earth and, and living. And he's, you know, complete opposite. So definitely worth checking out. If you want to find more episodes of us, find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play or our website or send us an email at, at com. or you can send us find us on our individual Twitter's @christy sav
0: or at @mel happen
1: and uh, there is a there's an old Twitter account for this podcast but unfortunately it's no longer in use as we have don't have access to it um uh, but we'll be back in a couple of weeks uh with an exciting next episode covering the idols of uh certain people and then it will lead directly to our uh, a big review we're going to do of a movie here on uh, supernatural creatures and lore, which has a lot of supernatural connections to it. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in.
0: Thanks, guys. In the shadows, you can hear the sound, the rumble of the hundred hell cries of the banshee, it's terror the way to go. You also can't see.